am Catherine Gallagher. Jan Pesson. Get it together, Jan. What the hell And this is bitching about food. Jan is hysterical right now. I am. Literally, because this yeah. is a monumental occasion. It is. It's our Thanksgiving special. Yes. We are featuring the woman, the myth, the legend, Frima Rose. Razel. A.K.A. Yeah, Frima Razel. AKA Francis Rose, Nee Holstein Pesson, Jan's mother. Yay! Welcome to the podcast, Frima. Yay! And also, <laughs> yay for me. Listen, and an extra added bonus, we have Barbara Holstein Weiss, Frima's sister, Aunt Barbara. Woo-hoo! Yay! All the way from Connecticut. Yeah, Barbara. Thank you. Just and to do the podcast, but anything? they're making a fortune because I'm paying them yeah, for this. Yeah, Jan's paying so them. So here's fine. the thing. We. We went around and around and around trying to figure out how we were going to get you and Frima here, you and Barbara, to be on our podcast because it wasn't particularly convenient for you to go to Will's studio. We were going to Zoom. We were going to have Lori. Oh, Jan's cousin Lori is here too, Barbara's daughter. Hey, Lori. But she's over on the side watching. She can (laughs) chime in anytime she wants. Chime in anytime. Yeah, the mic's up to you. And the two dogs are here, too, tearing up my yard, which I love it. Okay, TMI, let's get to it. Okay, here's... Uh, chop, chop, Jim. Chop. Okay, listen. Mm. <laughs> I like it. Keep talking, Kat. Thank you, Frima. You're so ever so supportive. But uh. we have to do a special shout. We're continuing our November of thanks here because uh, last week, our beloved engineer, Nick, our first one came. And this week, Thanksgiving week, Will, our... Fabulous Menchi engineer brought all of his equipment to my patio. Which is above and beyond. Which Thank is you, above Will. and beyond to make it easier to record. I don't even have a joke or anything snarky to say. No, so. it was really nice of you to do that. So thank yeah. you, Will. And welcome. Thank you, Frema and Barbara, for doing this. This really is a meaningful thing for us. And we have a million questions. Well, I ask one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Gonna go like that, huh, Jan? I think okay. so. I think so. Okay, Jan is gonna. Jan has her family questions here, but I just want to start by saying one thing, which is, when it comes to food, Frima, all roads lead to you. True. You are the queen, the queen, undisputed queen of food. True. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I, think I that's never a, knew that. I think that's a po- well. It's true. I think that's a positive thing. And I'm going to tell a little tiny story before Jan starts with her questions. Where okay. we? Oh my god! No, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. We went to Ojai once, and we went to a little fudge shop with Jan and Louise and me. And Jan goes, "Oh, I'm going to try some fudge. See if my mom likes it." And she took one little bite, and she was like, "Nope, <laughs> nope. It wasn't going to be good for Frima because Frima has very specific." And I want to talk about the differences between you two, because oh, you yes. two are sisters, but you are not alike at all, Barbara. No, I make cabbage soup. <laughs> you make cabbage soup? Yeah, I don't eat fudge much. Oh, you don't eat fudge? Yeah. I'm just talking about the the palate. Frima's got a palate uh, that, yes. that, you know, you're you're. it's different. And we'll talk about that. But Jan, start with your family questions, please. Well, okay. <laughs> there's There's quite a few here. My sister Pam... I asked her for some bullet points to do this, and she sent me quite a few things. Um, but I want to start with some of my own stuff, because for both of you guys, your upbringing, you kind of started out in a kosher house, right? We did. Yeah. yeah. So you both grew up in a kosher house. Yes. But you didn't like it. No. 
Well, <laughs> what was the whole, with Gaga, what was the whole gist of the coat? Because your mom, I remember she would talk well, to... Well, Gaga wasn't kosher. No, it wasn't Gaga. It was our grandmother. Grandmother who oh, was kosher. Gaga's mother was kosher? No, Both of them father, were. Yes, but, but it w- was my father's mother. Right. Grandma that was very strict and uh, two sets of dishes and udescents uh, go on the lawn and things like that. You that were, had nothing to do well, with religion. <laughs> go, that's what she would say. You mustn't step on the grass because it was, she was very into growing a pretty grass and oh okay and but growing pretty grass isn't kosher is it no but, but they were just grass an example <laughs> <laughs> your grass was kosher but i think that's kind of like a, an interesting thing like did they you were, smoke it <laughs> no. what go ahead i Sorry. used to eat it she had wild sour grass she did. in a that's certain right. section yeah, and right. i used to love it and i she used to pick it for me and i used to eat it Really? Wild yeah. sour grass? You grew up eating grass? Uh, absolutely. This kind of explains things, Jan. <laughs> <laughs> it explains nothing. <laughs> okay, but wait a second. So, okay, I'm just trying to get the genealogy straight here. So it was y- not Gaga's kosher, but it was a generation before her that kept kosher. That's right. Okay. And so okay. she was raised in a kosher household. And when my both my grandmothers were dead... Uh, we we lived in a great big house, and we sold the house, and we moved to a smaller one, and we took a vote, and I was head of the voting. <laughs> <laughs> no more kosher. Oh, really? Except on Passover, we could have kosher. I have spoken. <laughs> now, why it. did you vote no more kosher? Because it was a pain. <gasps> because Uh-oh. it was ridiculous. It was we a- all ate. When we went out, we we didn't eat kosher. Oh, so why do we? And it's just for us. I mean, it, you know, my father was the only one that voted for kosher, and he wasn't a bit kosher. So didn't you yeah. like bacon? Yeah, like any oh, chance yeah. you got? Yeah, to eat we bacon? used to go to people, you know, and eat. Ba- I mean, we just—it's just us. So uh, nobody else was kosher. So why not? So Change. it wasn't a religious thing for you guys? No, not no. at all. But why do you think your ancestors kept kosher? Just to keep the traditions from well, the old I country? Well, I think that was for health reasons. Oh, really? We, yeah, I really do, because they had wooden bowls or something like that. And if you mix some kind of fat with it, it, it would make you deathly ill. You know, it was something like that. I'm sure these old uh, religious things with kosher yeah. were mainly based on health. Well, yeah, because it's way better for you to not mix meat and dairy, your your digestive system. It's better to do meat and veg or dairy and veg than meat and dairy. It's just better for your system. That that whole that diet stuff that came out in the 80s was like, yeah, the kosher diet's the way to go, you know? Hmm. Interesting. And they, and they used to have uh, the uh, bricks of ice. They didn't have refrigerators. I know. For sanity, you know. Can you imagine living like that? Like, it's just... Well, we did. We had one room that was a refrigerator. It was all built in. It was sections, and in the middle they used to come in. I remember the ice man coming in with the ice. And then when they went to electric, which was early in my youth, too. I mean, I know I'm old, but... Uh, but you can remember a refrigerated room with ice absolutely. blocks? Absolutely. Oh, my yeah. God. Did that's why know? she calls it the ice box. Oh, yes, that's why that's I always right. say an ice and box. And he'd bring the ice in in big tongs. I mean, these were heavy 
bricks. They had ice. the ice man come and deliver the yeah, ice, right? I mean, right. we're going back a long right. time. Eugene O'Neill, the ice man cometh. Yeah. Thank you, Jan. You're welcome. For that literary reference. <laughs> You're anyway, so welcome. Um, <laughs> we want to be very classy. That's exactly. Right. But, okay, so then once you took the vote to not be kosher, then the lid was off. And you could eat whatever you want. That's right. Oh, yes. Okay. Except on Passover. Except on Passover. Because we all love that holiday. Because everybody, get, all the family got together. And, including uh, Duchess the dog. And including our dog. Duchess yeah. the dog. We have two dogs. Ayamaki. We have she two won't. dogs here. Will brought his two dogs right now. <laughs> and they've decided to start fighting at the beginning of the podcast. They're just like wrestling and they just knocked over a water bowl. It's like the craziest dogs. But okay. So, so let's talk about Gaga. Your mother. Okay. okay. When she was raising you, both of you girls, was she the primary cook? Oh, no. Who she cooked? cooked for us. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. She yeah. wouldn't let anyone else cook, but we had special pots when we were little. Oh, don't you know with the first kid, you know, or something, you have, you're so careful, you know, you have this for them and that yeah, for them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's what it was. She cooked out of special pots for us. and uh, But was she cooking every meal? Did your dad cook at all? No. 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 So she cooked every single meal? Well, I well. can't say she cooked. What do you mean? She, well, we had help. Did you ever hear of that? Oh, she, oh, you had, did you have a cook? Yeah, and my grandmother cooked. She lived with us, too, yeah. or we lived with so her. So you hired your grandmother to be the cook for your house. <laughs> 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 Grandma, get in there and cook. We're hungry. No. no I'm just kidding. Okay, fine. They had a big-ass house and a lot of help. Okay, yeah, so those they had, days they had help. Yeah. So you had a maid and a cook, but the maid didn't do the cooking. It was no, a cook cook. No, no. And, and my two grandmothers could cook, and especially my... Uh, and my mother's Mother's side. mother. Yeah. She, yeah. oh, man. She, oh, like, she tell really me, cook. like, what kind of food are we talking here? She well, made she made strudel. Oh, the yeah. Strudel? The, she she had never to had to put better. it in a shoebox and hide it under the bed so she could save it for uh, dad when he came to vi uh, when we all came to visit oh that's everybody funny would eat it all up it was she, so and good. she made canishes that were oh, out of the swirl yeah. and she made them by hand she stretched the dough i mean she she was a great cook Veronica's those were wonderful so how did that translate to when you had a cook did your grandmother say well the uh, my other grandmother did all the cooking but she had a lot of help she had maids to help her in other words she did the actual cooking. They did the actual preparing. So they do the sous chef, the yeah. chopping. Yeah. 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 Well, Mother used to say how she would uh, pluck the chickens. That was well, one of her jobs, to pluck the chickens. Well, that's, that well, that's true, because yeah. they pluck chickens every Friday night yeah. for their big dinner. I mean, and they didn't plant. have a plucker in those days. Wait. Kosher chickens, you you bought them at the, you had to You're buy right. them just freshly killed, and you had to pluck them yourself. They That's did not have a machine yeah. that they put them through today. Are you kidding me? No. no. You would go to the butcher, and you would they would you would get a chicken with feathers all over it. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. And well, everybody a, did that. And you needed a plucker. And you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you had help for. You a needed mother a plucker. <laughs> a mother plucker. Wow, Jan. Very good. Got it. That is, uh, yeah. Interesting. I mean, this, I've learned something that yeah, I did not know. This is really interesting. So you basically. Uh oh, Will's yelling at the dogs. 
Sorry. Hey. I don't want them to unplug this because well. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Those crazy dogs. Um. Okay, so basically what I'm hearing is that you had a kitchen full of people. <laughs> yes, we like had a, a very big kitchen. Big kitchen. A big, big kitchen. kitchen. Yes. And you had like grandmothers and help and people bustling in and out. And what was Gaga doing? Directing traffic, basically? Well, she was probably plucking a chicken. <laughs> I was going to say, I think she was the plucker. Yeah. <laughs> she seems like a good plucker. Yeah. <laughs> Pluck yeah. away. And that just kept going. Like your whole childhood was watching women bustle in and out of your kitchen. Oh, no, it wasn't. Not quite. No. no they're hardly. Describe your childhood a little bit, you two. Just a oh, little. Dear. Well, I remember velvet dresses and taffeta dresses that oh, I yes. loved. Oh, yes. Grandpa used to send yes, those Yes, our in. grandfather yeah. used to buy us all that stuff. And I remember big family gatherings. Yeah. And the food was always spectacular. Right. right. Yes. That's where it started. Yeah. Right. Your family of origin. Yes. Because yeah. they were very high standards. Right. That, that it was always the best. The right, best. Mom? Right. But that, yeah. I want to talk about that for a minute because one of the themes of our podcast is there's like a twofold theme, which is that food is not as good as it used to be in general would you agree with that yes and here's why i think because sugar mm. the sugar industry has infiltrated america and has put corn syrup into everything basically right. because people used to eat three meals a day in the 60s and the obesity epidemic wasn't anywhere near where it is now that's one reason and i also think we're eating a lot more genetically modified food than we used to eat i think that the food food was more pure back in the well, day everything is processed and everything is has, processed and it has um what do you call it to preservatives preservatives yeah Thank didn't, you. i mean food just used to taste better so now the challenge is to try and duplicate what you had when you were younger with the current food situation that we have going on and it's damn near impossible don't you think it's pretty hard i don't try anymore but I have to insert a negative note because okay. in those days, we didn't know what was bad for us or for our hearts. And these chickens that my mother was plucking, we would render the chicken fat <gasps> and we would fry what we called gribbonous. Gribbonous. Oh, man. Well, uh, That's so, good. So, and my <laughs> daughter, Laurie, just loved it. And I used to fry it up for her. I mean, it's the worst thing. It's isn't it the grievous the skin? Yeah, is that what they it's call? the skin. The grievous is the chicken and it skin. It has all the fat. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, to also it. in our Jewish, there was a lot of dairy products, and you know, you used to that used that to be was, thought yeah. of as healthy, cottage and it's really and not sour cream. It's cottage yeah. cheese and sour cream it was a, a a dish. Yeah, yeah, that was part of your meal if you were having. See, it, but it was meal. perfectly planned. Uh, you feed your husband dairy products, right. and, you know, and he works for you, and he gives you this, and you know, you, and then they die at an early age. Yeah. <laughs> you all this money. They eat a lot of dairy and then die, and then they all yeah. like around fifty something would drop dead. Yeah, that's exactly. Who did the grocery shopping when you were young? Was it the servants? 
Oh, you didn't go shopping. No, they delivered. Oh, yeah. honey. Okay. Yeah. They delivered, Catherine. We're That's living right. in the wrong era, Jan. We need to get on no, that. I know. We need to get some delivery but and some help going I, on here. I would add to the fact that what to say what Barbara was saying, I think one of the reasons food isn't quite as good any or doesn't, it's healthier in a way. It is. It's because if you go to the fancy restaurants, the kind of food that they used to serve and the way they used to make it, they don't do that anymore. No. Yeah. Like maybe if you go to Las Vegas, you might find a restaurant that still does that. Yeah. I don't know. The tableside Caesar, Caesar salad, salad, the tableside the, carving, know. the flambe yeah. of but, this. But, you know, with and tons the... of butter and tons yeah. of yeah. this. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, you know, they just, they don't do stuff like that anymore. Yeah, it? Julia Child would never make it today. No. no. She's, my, she's my idol. I love her. <laughs> I but love I think food has become very precious in its, in its nature, too. Yeah. And it wasn't back then. I mean, you could go out to a nice restaurant without having to spend an arm and a leg and and yeah, have a great things, meal. That's yeah. right. So yeah. that's changed too. So I would say those things have definitely changed. Yeah, for sure. And as far as Jewish people go, you know, Jewish people become, you know, very health conscious and very yeah. healthy. Yeah. So which back in the day, it was all about, you know, chicken fat, oh, yeah. pastrami, sour cream i mean yeah. you name it, it all these things were delicious but they will kill you yeah i know but it sounds so good right now it was, <laughs> <doesn't> <laughs> having a pastrami sandwich with some grievous sprinkled on top oh god i'm in <laughs> i think we all just had an orgasm sure. jan i think we did jan i know i did jan anyway we don't care okay listen so you you're growing up with gaga mm. and Eventually, you both venture out on your own. You get married. You get married. You stay on the East Coast. You move to Kentucky, the food, yes. the food wasteland of Kentucky. <laughs> so, how did you know how to cook? Had you did you watch everybody in your kitchen when you were young girls? I did watch a bit. I used to watch them um, churning and making stuff in the kitchen. I mean, you hung out. Yeah, but by the time the you guys were married, you weren't plucking your own chickens. Oh, no. oh, well, no, they had machines by then. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we weren't in the Middle Ages. No. <laughs> I mean, they're Almost, old. But. They're old, but they're not quite there. I'm covered wagon. Yeah, no, I know. So, wait, Firma, you're right in the sun now. Do we want to pause? Can we pause no, for the moment and move the chair? No, I'm fine. Are we allowed to pause? No. She's fine. Um, Oh, just, she's just keep recording. Yeah, she's fine. Okay, <laughs> she's fine. No, no, we can if you no, chair. I'm it's fine. fine. No, it's she's fine. fine. Okay, Catherine. If you could see Frima right now, our listeners, she's like holding up her hand because she's shielding from the sun. She's like baking in the sun. Here's Jan. She's fine. <laughs> <laughs> She'll live. Jan, do I need to call Alternative Living to the Aging and report you for elder abuse? Oh, no, please. Okay, Jan, continue on with your list. We both have long lists. <laughs> Um, well, I'm just looking over. So getting, well, we'll go down this road since we're on it already. Um, okay. With, with, I'll start with, I'll start with you, Barbara, in oh. terms of, so you were in the kitchen watching and then you're married and you have a family. So did you know what to do? Did you just intuitively know what to do or was it, I got to figure this out? Well, you know, you want to know the truth. I don't remember. She made reservations. <laughs> I did what? You made reservations. She made reservations. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know, it's it's trial and error. 
And uh, actually, I had a husband that was very much interested in doing cooking. And uh, he eventually had his own um, restaurant. I mean, he really what? was into that. And I didn't know it at the time. So I thought he wasn't helping me. He was trying to rival me. And I don't think that's the case. I think he had a real interest in food and, and, and restaurant touring. Are you kidding me? Your husband cooked? Um, or tried to? Well, yes. Interesting. Yes. <clears throat> but I did most of the cooking. Yeah. But I'm going <clears> to. <throat> but uh, I remember one birthday of my son, and uh, I was having a party, his first birthday party. I think he was seven. And. Um, I wanted to make a birthday cake. I had a few things that I wanted to make. And right at that time, my husband decided that he wanted to make eclairs. Oh, so that's where I got the idea that he wasn't really trying to help me. Yeah, because making eclairs at the 11th hour of a party is not helpful. Sounds good no. to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still I stuck on grievous. What I was doing and, and made yeah. the eclairs with them. <laughs> yeah, that's. But anyway, it, it, the party went all right. But um, my cooking experience. I I just can't remember, so I, I can't add too Well, much. do you remember this? When Lee and Lori, who's sitting over <laughs> mm -hmm. there, when Lee, your son, and Lori over here were little, um, were they fussy? Now, Lee was not. He was a wonderful eater. Right. And Lori, on the other hand. She was a problem. Wasn't <laughs> what <she>? a burn. <laughs> Lori's over there. What a burn. No, yeah. Be quiet, Lori. Say something. Yeah. <laughs> Lori's rendered speechless. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna, if you're going to ask you the same about I, I used to spit the, the uh, Brussels sprouts in my napkin. I I, well, I, I oh. shouldn't have had those because they've now come into their own. We were discussing that exactly. the other night. Exactly. Well, but, uh, I mean, at one time they were really metallic. They were big and they oh, were yeah. good. They no, I know. Good. Excuse um, me a moment. I'm going to stand up for a second and move my mother's chair. I can't stand it, even if she. Okay, oh, fine. She's I'm in moving. the sun. Jan's moving the chair. That means chair. Uh, you have to move me. Yeah, you need to stand up for just a second. <laughs> we'll can cut it out. Yeah, yeah just well, bring it over. Bring it as far over as you can. I know. No. Uh, that's not going to be hold good on. either. Don't say yes. No, come here. Hold on, Mom. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Let's try that. I don't think so. See, she's still in the Looks spot. exactly the same. All right. Well, that's okay. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> she tried. So what now about. It's worse. What about, um, what about okay. Arnold? Yeah, what about you? So Did when you when you got married, Mom, same question. So when you got married and uh, having absorbed all of this wonderful, magical cooking and you were married to Dad and you had to make it all happen, what'd you do? Well, we made <laughs> reservations, too. She made reservations. <laughs> I see. Yeah, because you had a much more challenging journey, I think, because you... Well, my husband... Oh, yeah. Not to interrupt you. No, no, go ahead. But if I don't, she'll never hear me. <laughs> <laughs> I just got burned by Frema. And you will again. Anyway, go ahead. I love it. Go ahead. But he had three things he ate. That's right. Pizza, stew, 
Hot dogs. And I forget what the hot other one. Hot dogs. Well, yeah, no. He, no pizza, he, hot dogs, and what? Pizza, stew, and Meatloaf. Stew. No, something. I don't know. Brisket. Oh, no. Uh, frog's I mean, legs. He didn't. Oh, vegetables he never touched. I said frog's legs. Oh, frog legs. <coughs> anyway. Ooh, dog. Uh, but he had, he just really did He never had shrimp in his life. I mean, I taught him how to eat a lot of stuff he never ate in his life. You know, that's funny because my mom did the same thing with my dad. He had never had Italian food until he met my mother. And he was 30 when he met my mother. That's what it was, spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, because, the, yeah. well, the reason that he'd never had Italian food was that my grandmother, his mother, didn't like Italians. <laughs> she never sort of, she used to say that she thought my mother was Italian because she was dark. She was French and Irish. And she used to say, I bet you she's secretly Italian. Oh, it's Can you imagine? <laughs> but I have a Firma story with Arnold that is one of my favorite stories ever. It's the classic story. So I was visiting Jan one time in Kentucky, and it was around the holidays, I think. And Firma came home with some beautiful steaks. I mean, absolutely gorgeous. And your dad was coming over. You remember this story. Uh, I do. And your mom, your mom went around to all of us individually like how would you like your steak and i was like well i think i'd like mine this jan how would you like your steak blah, 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 blah. all of us and then your dad goes i want mine and firma goes you'll eat it how i cook it <laughs> <laughs> well done it was the oh, funniest fucking well thing done. i never forgot that story as long as i was catherine basically did a spit take when my mother did that you'll get it how i cook it <laughs> i was like what the <laughs> and then Jan, of course, you've told it before, but you have to tell the corn story. Oh yeah, Firma with the corn. Oh, I've told that one a yeah. million times yeah. with the sweet corn. I don't want to waste our precious time. Okay, here on that fine. Again. So let's move she down. She ate a lot of corn, <laughs> and she later will. in the night, she could clear a room like nobody's business. What else do you want to know? The yeah. End. Um. So, okay. So I, I, I just want to move up. I, I just Barbara, back to you for a second, because Pam put this note on here, which I don't recall at all. Oh, what's that? It's Barbara and the 1970s blender soup recipes. Does well, that ring a bell? Well, there was a, a, a time that I did use the blender and make some wonderful cream soups, like cream spinach. And I went by the recipe on the, like the, I think it was an osterizer. Oh that yeah. I used. Yeah, she said cream of spinach was the favorite and it oh, was yeah. delicious. Yeah. Well, uh, I did do that. I mean, I can follow a recipe pretty good. <laughs> what do you That's my question for you. I know what Firma yeah. does now for food cuz Jan cooks for her, but what do you do now for sort food? Sort of. Oh, well, um, you know, being alone, yeah. it, you it's sort of different when Lori comes to visit, then I have to start getting the meals together in my head and think ahead what are we going to have and you buy it and take it out of the freezer and whatever wait a second when you go to visit your mom's hauling ass in the kitchen Absolutely. come on you well, don't we, you don't take over and go La mom i got it sometimes okay yes yeah, she has done that and being here visiting her oh yeah i haven't done much in the kitchen at all yeah except to tell her what to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a question I wanted to ask about your childhood. Oh, when, yes. When the, the, when the maids and the grandmothers were all in the kitchen with Gaga and they were all organizing all the food, right? did they 
teach the maids what they wanted them to do in terms of cooking and prep? Yes. I think they, they taught yes, them. They did. Yeah. Now, mother always made the fish. Do you remember how what good fish she she could really make yeah, a beautiful not, yeah. but fish she dinner? Never, we, I never had deep fried food. That's, we always sauteed. Yes, that's right. We never fried. My mother but was that my way. But my grandmother, my father's mother, she could make fried chicken out of this world, and I never knew it till I grew up because I never got a smell of it. They used to eat it about midnight. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, really? Yeah, because we used to get a lot of chicken because we made a lot of chicken soup. And, <clears> and Friday night dinner, you know, you, you can't cook for the week. You got to, you know, it was a holiday. You couldn't uh, cook after a certain time. Oh, right. And so we made a lot of chicken, a lot of chicken soup, boiled chicken, but she That's had a lot right. of chicken left. And she made fried chicken. That's yum. And of course, I was sleeping by then, <laughs> and nobody would wake me up. In our family, we used to have a big dinner. That's the only time. We'll, as we grew up that we even saw each other actually and uh but at night you know we had a big dinner and uh and at midnight we they had another big dinner yeah, they <laughs> ate that's the way we, we yeah, grew really, up at late at night and yeah. you know that's not a and good that's thing that's when to they do. ate the fried no. chicken was to like midnight huh. well, what about like breakfast and lunch were, were they making three meals a day plus the midnight meal no not really because the uh breakfast was you take your own. I like fresh. I never liked breakfast. No, no me really. <laughs> I uh, the only, I <laughs> squeeze fresh orange juice and a piece of toast. That's what I used. To eat. Yeah. Let me just interject one thing Pam said about breakfast. She <laughs> said breakfast at mom's the 1950s. Pam and Holly, those are my sisters in elementary school. On the kitchen table, set the night before, two cereal bowls, two spoons, and the cereal box. There was a note. Milk in icebox. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. That's, that's very sums up, good. That sums Thank up you. breakfast. That's from Pam. She's a very good writer. Um, anyway, sorry to interrupt you, Frima. No, that's okay. No, so so this is this is really something. Like, I'm just I can't get my head away from the image of all these people in your childhood kitchen creating meals. And I remember once. When I came to visit you, Barbara, in Connecticut, mm. Gaga yes. was still alive. Yes. And she described how she would put out delicatessen for your dad. Uh -huh. She she loved to put out delicatessen. Um, oh, yes. Uh, which was a kind of an interesting thing because when I was growing up, deli food was kind of like something that we did as a last resort. But your mom took a lot of pleasure in describing the oh. expanse of deli and then Jan of course has the story of the suitcases with the food oh yeah that would happen yeah sure. yeah when Gaga would come to visit with when, her valises with her valises covered in plastic yeah yeah yep. and my mother when my when Gaga was coming to visit the mm -hmm. level of because we were living in Kentucky where there was no deli period yeah I, okay. I think there was only one Jew in Lexington at the time I'm not <laughs> sure but anyway I think it was you I think it was us yeah, <laughs> right. well, one Jewish family in Lexington at the time anyway the level of excitement that my mother showed I had I, I can't even describe it it's but it, it was like she had just done crack cocaine <laughs> and was getting that table ready and you know not not her bedroom the table ready 
<laughs> yeah, no so, towels. No, I'm sure she did that the night, you know, but the table. And all the forks. Do you have all the napkins? Is everything, are all the condiments out? Is the mustard, is the thing, is it all done? And she's going to be here any minute. Oh, boy. Hi, Gaga. Get that valise. <laughs> Open that valise up now. And then it was like, run, run. Get it in. Get it out. But we don't then, want it to go bad. But when, when, the, when the food was unpacked then, when Gaga came to visit, mm-hmm. how long did it take to burn through it? No, not very, not very long. long. <laughs> I mean, really, not very long. Yeah, the whole table was spread with food from yeah. from well, your favorite mom tongue. Oh no, that that was not tongue. my favorite, but she brought that. And that but as a hot, child, I, I was horrified. Hot pastrami, hot oh, pastrami, God. and you I had love pastrami. And she also had um, pickles, roast beef, and she had rendered chicken fat with her and chopped liver made with the the chicken fat. She would pack chicken fat and chopped liver in a suitcase. Oh yes. Oh my. Oh yes. God. Yes. That's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. No, she didn't have the liver. She had the chopped liver. She had chopped liver. Oh, maybe already made. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Chopped liver, but still in a suitcase. That's quite something. Yeah, no, I remember. And the rye bread, didn't she bring? Oh, yeah. Oh, she always yeah. had a lot of good bread. Yeah. She and always had bread. And, and my mother, and like. salami. Ugh. The salami, yeah. I mean, the love that my mother felt for that food. <laughs> <laughs> you could feel it. You could feel it. Jan. <laughs> well, Lexington was not a food town when I got no. there. In fact, I said, I'm going to starve to death in this town. And that's when I started to cook. Yes. Yeah out of salvation <laughs> because <laughs> yes. I, I couldn't get any uh, kind of food I wanted. I, I used to go up to Cincinnati. I couldn't even get Goulden's mustard in uh, Lexington. Really? Yeah. And that's all Arnold would eat. But the, Oh, <laughs> Goulden's? Oh. He was a connoisseur. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of where that's kind of where you learned how to cook. You, you because you had the food there the, the ingredients were there. The food was still pretty good. It wasn't too modified or processed, but you had to create everything from scratch right. that you That's wanted to right. make that you had experienced in your childhood. Right. And but, she did. But, but the food memory of your childhood is so deeply imprinted mm. on both of you. But you, Barbara, you don't seem to have... <laughs> a good memory. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you have a perfect memory. I'm talking about... <laughs> You say you seem to have, um, like, I think Firma might be a little more particular than you are. Was that always true when you were kids? Were you an easier eater? Was Firma? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was a good eater. You were a good eater. <laughs> I really liked Well, I'll tell you what. When I was a kid, I loved vegetables, oh, which is a, very unusual. That is for, unusual. And she loved custards and uh, oh, I do stuff. Too. And I, I, did, I didn't like them at all. So we used to trade. She, I'd eat all the, the veg, her vegetables and yeah, mine, and she would eat right. my custard and stuff like that. <laughs> That's that worked out pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> what about sugar? Are you were you was sugar? Because Jan is a really great cake baker, I think, because she was raised in Kentucky. I don't think great is but, the right word. I mean, but okay. was baking a part of your childhood that somehow was passed down generationally to Jan? Were there a lot of cakes and pies and cookies and sweets going on in the house? Oh, when you were, there, yeah, but we didn't eat. Them. We didn't. We never got a sweet. Oh. My mother wouldn't let us eat <clears throat> and not at least me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I never even had ice cream. I mean, we just didn't ha- have sweet. I'm telling you, we had special pot. We had special 
food, I'm telling you, we ate very healthy. But this explains my childhood. Oh, not your childhood. Well, why? What do you mean? Well, because her childhood was spent with no sweets, no Christmas presents, no Easter egg Yeah, hunts, that's right. None yeah. of that fun stuff. And right. my childhood was filled completely with overflowing everything. So wait a second. You gave up being kosher, but you still kept the Jewish traditions and didn't really celebrate the Christian holidays. But when then when... when who's, who, yeah. But who's, then when you were born, Firma was like, no, put up a Christmas tree. That's who cares? Right. No, 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 no. That's not how that happened. Okay, how that we happen? mo- we moved to Kentucky. We never had a Christmas tree, but I on Christmas I always yeah, got we, stuff for them. Yeah, I didn't wrap it or anything, you know, for the when they were little. But uh, because I that wasn't done for me, right? So and I thought they shouldn't. Today they on Hanukkah they give as many presents as a, you know, so they don't miss out on anything. But. They went across the street to the neighbors, and they had a big Christmas tree in their house. <laughs> this is Pam and Holly. Yeah, this is Pam and Holly. They yeah. were yeah. little. Yeah, they were it's little. my older sister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they came home, <laughs> and Pamela said to me, "You are discriminating against me because I'm Jewish." She <laughs> says, "We want a Christmas tree." <laughs> <laughs> Good for How you, Pam, that? if you're listening, which I know you are, because yes. Pam listens to us. That's yes, hilarious. She does. Yeah. So I have Pam to thank. And, you know, thank right. you, Pam. So well, we went I love out my tree. and we got a Hanukkah bush, which yeah. looked just like a Christmas tree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we decorated it horribly, but we did. The next year. I let the kids do all the decorating. Yeah. And from then on, the kids did it all. That was one of Jan's, I think, your happiest memories when you were, when I knew you in college. You were like, oh, I'd go home and I put tinsel on everything and ornaments on everything and hang things from the ceiling. And I'm oh, like, yeah. wow. I let them do whatever. They had such a oh, good yeah. time. But I want to talk about Jan and her siblings. So Jan has four, three siblings. We have Pam, Holly. Is there a fourth mom? That I don't Pam, Holly, no. Shut up. Neil and Jan. Jan's the baby, of course. But who, like, who was the easiest eater out of all four children, and who was the most difficult eater out of all four children? I'm curious. Well, you know, they were all good eaters except uh, Holly. Oh. Uh, Holly was the worst eater. Yeah. Well, that figures. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you say that? I just said that. I have no idea. <laughs> we're just kidding, Holly. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but uh, no. Neil was a good eater. Yeah. And Neil was a very I good I went to eater. a stage, though, where I would fake eat. Yeah. Like, I would fill what? up one side of my mouth with food yeah, and then she'd put spit the it all out. plate in her Like cheek. I had bulimia or something. Yeah. I did do that when yeah. I was little. I don't remember why or what my problem was, but huh. I do remember doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's I not do. the case now. No. And <laughs> then I remember the holidays when we would have, you would literally cook for, I don't know, three days straight. You were always in the kitchen getting something ready, and we always had a ton of people over, and there was always somebody that dad would bring home that nobody wanted to sit next to, so we... (laughs) Wow, (laughs) that sounds very festive. (laughs) Yeah, and then we were all like, I'm not, and and mom would go, put him next to Pam. (laughs) And they always went next to Pam. (laughs) Well, Pam would talk to him, she didn't care. (laughs) Oh my God. And then we had a next door neighbor, Mrs. Lackey, who was kind of a horrifying individual. (laughs) And at one point, she had a colonoscopy bag. Oh, no. And we always brought over a plate for the holidays. And and I remember 
it was like, well, who's drawing the short straw to bring it over to Mrs. Lackey? And it was like, I'm not doing it. I, and of course, Pam. <laughs> <laughs> Would bring over. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Pam one year went, I'm not doing it again. She showed me her coloscopy <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Can you that, imagine doing that to a child? <laughs> Merry Christmas. Look at my colostomy bag. I don't know how old Pam was. She was a, kind of an adult, I think, at that point. Mm. But whatever. Anyway, and then we would just sit down and eat. And in 20 minutes, it was all gone. Yeah, we that's the thing. Like you're we all gonna be, you're all gonna be here in a couple of weeks for Thanksgiving, and I Yay! can't wait. And it goes quick because yeah. I mean I cook and cook and cook, and then everyone eats, and then it's, it's curtains. Well, then that, but it's not just that. It's sitting around and talking, yeah. and having fun, yeah. and laughing. That's yeah. what to me food and and fun are the same. It's yes, all the same. it's yeah. community, and it, it's interesting because. Sometimes if I'm over here and Dean's watching TV or something and you have a family dinner, like if Lori comes over or if Lori and Colleen come over. And you're not invited. And I'm not invited, which uh -huh. is fine because mm -hmm. I'm busy. Sure. Um, I hear a lot of laughter, which is really fun. I yeah. hear you guys are always peeling out with laughter and it's very communal and it's good. It's a good thing. I think that's, I think that's a Jewish thing too. It could that be. That laughing, don't you think? Yes. That, yeah. That, but, you know, I, not strictly jewish no i think any like irish family italian yeah. family yeah. i think that that's just it's just a communal food even thing. like stephen colbert talks about you know at his dinner table who could top the next one i think it's stephen colbert it's one of those guys well, let me ask you this let me ask you this because <laughs> you're still cooking when you were working because you worked right how did oh, yes how did you balance working and raising kids and cooking well i i think as i recall when I went shopping, I would uh, try to get something that could be made on the weekend, and we would eat alternate things all week. Yeah. So that it's kind of what I do. It's trying to make it so that you're warming up things rather than starting from scratch. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you do that as often as you could, but you would intersperse it with. Um, it's, to mix up so it wouldn't get monotonous, you know. Yeah. Like you'd make a roast, but you don't want to have it four days in a row. You might have it three times that week, but in the middle you'd have I mean, something do you else. Miss, do you miss, I'll ask both of you this question. Do you miss the power cooking? Do you miss cooking? Like cooking, cooking? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not no. at all. Not at all. <laughs> I'll tell you, reach a certain age. I never liked to cook. I didn't like it. I did it because <laughs> I like good food. Yeah. And I, you know, I couldn't buy it where I was. So That's right. I started making it. Yeah. You never well, liked it at all? Nothing cooking? about it? Nothing. No, you know, the only time I liked cooking was about midnight. Right. I remember you in the kitchen cooking up one of your yeah, special and, whatevers. Right. And I used to make, God, when I think about what I used to make at midnight. She would make like hot, she had this one dish, it was hot sausage, corn, um, <laughs> eggs. eggs, and she, that's what you would fry up in a pan. Right. But and then would you eat it at midnight? Oh, say, yes. Oh, oh you were eating it at midnight? So oh, the yes. midnight, so the midnight oh. tradition continued. You oh, don't yeah. remember late at night making sandwiches and eating them? Oh, stuff? I do. But so I this mean, is from your childhood, though, because this yeah, is that's right. Right. the fried chicken at midnight morphed into the hot sausage at midnight. Yes. I love yeah. that. That was her. I, that was the main thing I remember you making. I, I love that. Were you I up at you midnight did. eating it with them? 
Did sometimes. You, did you ever partake? Sometimes. If she was up. Yeah. But, uh, usually, it, nobody was up. It was just Arnold and me. But sometimes I was. Or yeah. I wouldn't have the memory of it. Yeah. Or eating it. And I remember thinking, food never tasted so good as it tastes at this hour. Yeah, it's weird, isn't but it? I How... used to say, give me an onion and I'll make anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. But we did left, like... Mom, you, you would make a grocery list for the week. Oh, yes. And then yeah. you would go grocery shopping right. for the week, and you'd have all your meals planned out for the right. week. I planned out yeah. the meals. But we yeah. also had leftovers. Yeah. Because I remember uh, Pam wrote about that there was, what did she say? He, with, leftovers were not thrown out. They were eaten with the next meals until completely gone. <laughs> oh, wow. Wait. Transferred to a smaller and smaller container as they diminished. Two large tablespoons of spinach were remaining and finished off by the third night for dinner. It's its last resting place, a very small pink acrylic bowl. <laughs> and saran wrap was sacred, she said. We never discarded saran wrap. It's still good. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's foil, still good. Foil and saran wrap and paper towels. Well, tone. she's like that now with her paper plates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of drives me a little nuts. She'll be like, I can use it again. I'm like, it has schmutz all over it. I'm throwing it out. Schmutz. I've oh, seen Barbara wash her paper plate. <laughs> wow. Really? Oh, they have to be waxed, though. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they they can't be the kind that of course that reminds absorbed. me of something that I want to bring bring up again that that you touched on before when you had your groceries delivered when you were young when you were little yeah girls. they used to deliver yeah so how did they know what to deliver who was in charge of getting Somebody. the groceries well, in don't the... forget they were smaller grocery stores we yeah. knew the owner okay we knew you know yeah. and he knew because at one time I would go in. And tell it's especially when I moved to I didn't have to do that in Connecticut, but when I moved to uh, Kentucky, Kentucky, they didn't know uh, it was green onions, scallions. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, they didn't know what I was talking about. I forget what they called them, but anyway, I went in and told him. <laughs> I pointed to that. That's what I'm talking. Oh, you mean a hillbilly onion? Sure, that's what you want. Okay. I don't remember. Did they what call the, it a shallot? What did no, they call no. it? No. No, it no. was something, uh, you know, it was in the onion family. A spring I, onion, probably. They yeah, called it I a don't spring know what onion, some it, stupid thing like that. Anyway, yeah. But, uh, no, I used to have to plan. Uh, but when you me. were, I mean, when you were young, who would, was Gaga in charge of the initial foray into the grocer to say, this is what I want when I call up for delivery? I want this kind of meat. I want this You cut. know, I don't know who called up. I or, think Grandma did a well, lot of these. Well, she probably did, but I, but she never we had a picked butcher. it up. I'm, she knew the grocery man. I think she got about the same thing all the time. And don't forget they had. How well did she know him? <laughs> Jan, what? Asking question. Go on. All I can say is, if that was the way, good for her. <laughs> From as a modern woman, right? But then, of course, you must have had a milkman. Yes, we had that's a milkman and a bread milkman man delivered. A bread man delivered. Remember the bread man? Sure, I do. A bread man. Yes, a bread man delivered. Everything was delivered in those <coughs> days. Even if you had piano lessons, dancing lessons, they all they came to the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. This I, even I remember having a milkman as a kid. So well, they got I to don't. know what really? you want. You know, yeah. and then you have basics that you get, all, you know, all the time, like paper napkins, paper towels, you know, stuff well, like that. I mean, after the pandemic, home delivery became huge. 
But nowadays, if you want stuff delivered to the house, you really got to pay for it. Oh, you that's got, right. You got to really pay for it, and then you don't get what you've asked for. Yeah, no, that's which people would be don't difficult. Know. Yeah, It'd very be, difficult. Yeah. Don't forget, there were no supermarkets in those days. Yeah, that's See, right. There were smaller grocery stores, and that was also a way of keeping the food a uh, higher quality. Yeah, and and like if you wanted fruit, there were people that just sold fruit. Yeah, if there were fruit places. There yeah. and uh, yeah. And in the summertime, there were farms in those days. They were all houses now, but they were farms. And you drove out to the country and you got, you know, tomatoes and corn and, and I mean, good stuff, you know. Yeah. So. Um, well, let me ask you this. Nowadays, what's your favorite, well, uh, Barbara first and then from a, <laughs> what's your favorite thing to eat nowadays? Well, one of my favorite things is Italian sausage. Italian sausage? Yeah, but the mild. The mild. Because the uh, spicy, oh, you really can't taste the the mild. <laughs> I mean, you can't the taste sausage. the sausage. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Well, that's one of my very favorite things. That's a very, sp what about you, Fremo? What's your favorite thing, one of your favorite things to eat nowadays, besides fudge from the farmer's market? Well, you just named it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a favorite thing anymore because what I like, uh, they just don't do anymore. I can't, uh, either I can't eat it anymore, yeah. like corn. I oh, love yeah. corn on the cob. Yeah. I absolutely adore it. I can't, I can't eat it no, anymore. No, your tummy, no. And uh, uh, this, I like hot sausage. She likes mild sausage. And uh, I, you know, I can't eat a lot of stuff anymore. So it's, uh, I don't, that's why I don't like to cook or, you know. Yeah. What, what's I, my favorite, what's the favorite thing I make for you that you like? Oh, dead air. Well, <laughs> interesting. I'm trying to think. Is that crickets? You make everything for me now. Well, so. I think what's nice about when Jan cooks is, <laughs> you know, facetious. when Jan makes a brisket or, uh, we have to go back to the cake thing that I asked about earlier, the baking thing. Um. Uh, but when Jan makes a brisket or something or something from the old old days, she'll say, oh, I got to ask mom how to do that. Like, it's nice that you have a reference of how to make the brisket, like making it the day before. You know, there's like little tricks to making good. Sometimes like with a brisket, if you make it the day before, it's really good. Um, yeah, that's it's right. It's better the next day. Like these are things that that we we have to somehow keep alive generationally, like it's it's interesting to me but going back to the cakes how did how did jan develop an interest were you baking when you were young when the kids were young uh how did jan a, a little but no jan i i didn't bake much but as a kid i did i had betty crocker's cookbook <laughs> so you were allowed children. to bake in the kitchen just experiment with baking oh and stuff? yes definitely did you do that too barbara did you bake and uh, i'm looking at her i ha i don't remember that <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't remember. No, I don't remember her in, being there. No, I used to make. I used cake, to eat Betty it. Cracker little cakes, yeah. <laughs> and I also made fudge. I used to make a lot of fudge. Oh, I, yeah, well, I oh, remember. Yeah. And it was good. Fudge yeah. thing is, yeah, the fudge thing. That vein runs deep. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's good. But I, as I say, we weren't allowed to eat sweets. And she took me to the dentist when I was five years old, and I, every tooth, and there was baby teeth had cavities in them yeah. and I never had any sweets. I had soft teeth. They were pretty, but they were soft. Huh. <laughs> yeah. That's so that right. was the end of the no sweet era. After that, I could have sweets. Yeah. 
because yeah. she threw in the towel. But you were never a big sweet eater when I was growing up. No, I wasn't. You are now. Yes, you like now your sweets I am. now. Yeah, but I mean, when we say big sweet eater, Firma takes a bite and that's it. Yes, and Jan finishes the rest of it. That's <laughs> but I thought you problem. gave up sugar. <laughs> oh yeah, every day I give it up. <laughs> okay, wait. What else do I have to say? Uh, oh yeah, do you miss cooking? No. Uh, uh, Connecticut versus Kentucky. We already know what that is. Um, Jewish versus Catholic. Why did I write that down? I don't know, I don't know. but Jewish versus Catholic. I don't know. Cooking. I think, I think the Jew. It seems to me like the Jewish and Italian cultures view food more more as more of a sacred thing than than like the catholic i grew up catholic but my mother was unusual she was like she was like you in a way she didn't believe in casseroles she never fried anything she broiled and sauteed everything Mm -hmm. everything had to be fresh everything had to be good but you know it it as she got older she kind of let go of some of that stuff just because she couldn't withhold it up on her own but i don't know it's interesting I just think the era of the kind of food that my mother and my aunt grew up with and that kind of thing around food yeah. just is gone. Yeah. It just doesn't exist anymore. Well, it takes a lot of work to keep it going. Yeah. And a lot of money. Like if you go to Bob's Market right now and buy a brisket to make the old way, you know, you're going to spend a lot of money and then I'm, a lot of time. Well, I just bought lamb chops. So yeah. I know. Yeah, it's a it's and I and that's easy to make, but it's it's pricey. Yeah, and to make it the yeah. old way, the right way, it takes a lot of time, and you know, then at the the finished product is probably not that good for you anyway. But so what? You got to live. You only live once. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. don't know. I don't know what would be your last meal wish, just so oh. I know now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jan. It's just a question. Everybody's so touchy. Jan's already planning your last meal. Well, by the meal. time I think of what I would want, I don't know. You couldn't give it to me. Well, try me. Okay. I want... Yeah, be careful. Uh, some knishes. Knishes? <laughs> like my grandmother used to make. Knishes. Mm-hmm. Knishes. Knishes. Do you want meat or potato knish? No, I like the meat. But it's ground up, you know. Yeah, no, meat, yeah, knish, yeah, yeah. yeah. delicious. And all different kinds. Is so. the, does that have the, the what's it starts with a V? The varnish, no. the varnish. Kasha varnishka? Yeah, that. Oh, that yeah. Is that like. That's the, something different. That's, that's different. That's different, oh. yeah. Oh, you should yeah. like that. Okay, yeah, so. Yeah, that you, was good too. So your last meal is meat knish. What about you, Barbara? Oh, gosh. <laughs> the brisket. Uh, the brisket is. I always. I really like. That. She makes a killer brisket. I'll I make you oh, brisket. I know. I, I'll I make do. you brisket while you're out right. here. Yeah. Yeah. I like a brisket. All get right. A, I'll do that. Get on that, will you, Jen? I'm on it. <laughs> um, unbelievably, we are almost out of time. Okay. You were so right that it would t- fly by. Oh, I could talk to them all day, which I do. but this mom's like you don't really talk to me but this is a very no this has been a very meaningful episode because this is a little piece of history and it's a little piece of jan's history and it's really great and it's a perfect thanksgiving episode and um you guys will be here in a couple of weeks for thanksgiving and the first thing jan says whenever she walks in the house is 
happy Thanksgiving. Hope it doesn't suck. So I'm all ready for that. <laughs> yep. And I already know the turkey's not going to be as good as it was two years ago, which was my apex turkey. It was okay last year. It'll be okay this year. But two years ago was really my, my gold standard. But I'm also having a honey baked ham. So you can oh, have that too. Nice. And a bunch of other sides and a sounds, bunch of dressings. So come hungry. Wear your fancy eating pants. We will. And Don't worry. From a thank you for doing this and Barbara thank you for doing this well such a pleasure to see you again and um, we'll see you soon for Thanksgiving and mom end it with something clever (laughs) bye (laughs) bye bye bye